Hey everybody, this is Sensei Anthony coming to you with another episode of the Karate Chronicles rolling and recording on June 6th. That would be a Thursday for those of you keeping track. And it's really funny because I've told people a thousand times that you can't judge a book by its cover. And one of my favorite personal sayings is that the most poisonous snakes do not rattle. And people, I think they like the idea of the underdog. And it's because the underdog is not supposed to win. But sometimes when the David does defeat Goliath, as it were, people still are surprised. And I understand that. But it's almost like they can't believe it happened. Now, in the realm of certain things, if you're talking about a game like football, the reason people love the quote-unquote Hail Mary pass and all this kind of stuff is because it it defies convention and logic. And the odds are a lot leaner. Or the odds are, excuse me, not the odds are leaner. The odds are a lot less likely to happen when you have, for example, like a powerhouse college football team like the Crimson Tide or Clemson, at least as of 2019, back to 2014, when they either one of those two teams won all the national championships, versus a small team like, you know, I don't know, I can't even think of a community college team. The likelihood of the David winning that situation is tiny. Now, in combat sports, where anything can happen, especially a combat sport like boxing, where no matter what happens, two humans are throwing fists at each other's face, the odds, even if they are unlikely or improbable, are certainly a lot smaller than the football example that I gave before. Even in mixed martial arts, where there's a number of skills that have to be mastered, and maybe one opponent is far less skilled as a striker, but far more skilled as a grappler. Khabib versus Conor McGregor is a perfect example of this. So when there's a lot of components to the way people fight, then you start looking at the odds very differently. But in a sport like boxing or kickboxing, where the entire point is to hurl your percussive weapons at another human's face and body, I don't care how improbable, upsets in boxing are a lot more common, I think, than people would realize. They may not be on the massive scale of Buster Douglas versus Mike Tyson, or George Foreman versus Michael Moore, or anything like that, but let's, let's just dive into what I'm talking about. Let's talk about Anthony Joshua. Anthony Joshua was an undefeated knockout machine. Knocked out every person he fought. He was on his way to a quote-unquote money fight between himself and Deontay Wilder, who is also a knockout machine. Um, People are going to argue about their skills and all this kind of stuff, but the thing you can't argue is power. Okay, Both of those guys hit really hard and are not a whole lot of fun to fight, right? Now, they've been talking trash to each other. Deontay Wilder is from Alabama, United States. Anthony Joshua is from the UK. They've been literally yelling across the pond at each other, right? 
Now, Ruiz certainly is an unlikely David only if you look at things physically. Anthony Joshua is like 6'6", six, six, looks like he's chiseled out of stone, handsome, charming, all these things. And I don't say these things as the antithesis of Ruiz. But Ruiz does not clearly follow a strict diet. His cardio, because of his weight, can't be exactly astounding. Um, he lacks the polish of what you think of when you're talking about a championship-level boxer. But, like I tell people, when two humans are throwing fists at each other's face, in this case, anything can happen. Maybe you, you get out of a punch mostly but get clipped in the ear. And I don't care how tough you are, you get hit in the ear, it throws your balance. And then you get wailed on after the fact. Some people are not one-punch knockout artists, per se, but they swarm on you when you're hurt. If you want a perfect example of that in uh, old-school mixed martial arts terms, look at Vanderlei Silva when he was in Pride. When he hurt you, he finished you. Look at Anderson Silva in his prime in the UFC. When he hurt you, he finished you. Look at Sugar Ray Leonard, Marvin Hagler, Roberto Duran, Felix Trinidad, um, Antonio Tarver. These are guys that when they hurt you, they hurt you, and then they finished you. So... That point stands to what I'm talking about. Because Antonio, <laughs> Antonio, <laughs> Anthony Joshua knocked down Ruiz. Ruiz then got up and stunned, well, not right after, but he stunned Joshua with the punch. And like I tell people, the last thing to go is your power. And these guys still have their power from their prime. So you cannot, should not, cannot, should not, cannot discount what can happen in a competition where people are throwing fists at each other. Now, I certainly thought that because of technical expertise and the difference thereof, I thought that Joshua was going to win the fight. And win it rather handily. Again, no disrespect to Ruiz. There's no disrespect there. I just thought that based on what I know about boxing. And what I've seen from both boxers. I thought that Anthony Joshua would be able to mistake. Who would be able to exploit the holes in Ruiz's game. Faster than Ruiz could exploit them in Joshua's. And if you're thinking, what holes? Joshua is a world championship boxer. Yeah, he is, but he also has porous defense. Anywho, not getting into that right now because that's not what I'm talking about. My point moving back to this is don't let the appearance of something fool you. The most savage lion is not more savage than a badger or a wolverine. And if you're asking how I know... I say it's because there have been accounts on record of wolverines based on ferocity. Certainly not size because they're like the tenth. They're literally the tenth the size of a grizzly bear. They've been seen backing down grizzly bears. Backing down. Making them step away. Making them retreat. 
a lion has never backed off something that much larger than itself because on paper as it were the lion is like nope that thing is too big I'm not doing that so appearance is never the deciding factor appearances largely help to intimidate the party without the same imposing presence the reason guys with big muscles scare people is because on a subconscious primal level those muscles speak to a physicality or an ability that most people do not have i understand that i do i mean if you had to pick on two people nine times out of ten it would not be the most muscular strong individual in the room that's just physics and our understanding of fear and psychology and blah 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 the point in this is folks again stop judging books by the cover Ruiz smashed Joshua and now any hopes that Joshua had of a mega money fight against Deontay Wilder out the window and the messed up part is, because Ruiz was not supposed to win that fight, he's not going to make any money fighting Deontay Wilder either. Because people are going to see what he did as a fluke, and they're just going to say that Deontay Wilder is going to knock him out. Which I believe will happen if they fight. But, it's not because Deontay Wilder has the more impressive physique. Folks, I'll say it. And I'll say it, and I'll say it until I'm blue in the face. And considering my complexion, that ain't real likely. You should not judge a book by its cover. That's all I'm going to say about it right now. I'm going to leave the rest to y'all to deal with. Check me out at martialartsoakland.com. You can also find me under Thomas Kempo Karate on Facebook and Instagram. But by far the most important thing, please be kind to yourselves and each other.